Yeah. Peter Peters is on the line. Zorb, good morning. Did you come out on top yesterday on the punt? Uh, not a bad day, Ray. Not a bad day, but uh, I just love the atmosphere at uh, at Randwick and didn't Mother Nature turn on a mm. beautiful day in, in amongst all of the horrible weather we've had. He's been hit on the backside by a rainbow, hasn't he, Peter? <laughs> hey, Zorb, you've got to do an Everest day at mm. Randwick. Yeah, well, I... I you've you've got to do it. You're talking about great sporting events. Uh, I've always rated... Um, a, um, an Australia Great Britain game at uh, at Wembley is one of my highlights, uh, and the singing of the English crowd. Um, and I also love the Melbourne Cups. I've seen thirteen of them, um, going back to Piping Lane, and um, I I just love it. I just love that roar of the crowd, and I love the first ball bowled at a Test match. Ah, the, yes, uh, the SCG first ball in the Ashes Test. What about a Rugby League World Cup? Because we're underways or we mentioned earlier, England 60, Samoa 6, the Kangaroos 42, Fiji 8. Did you see much of Australia's game? What was your take, Sorb? I saw both the games um, and I did warn our listeners last week before they got in the punt that um, uh, that backing the Pacifica teams in England um, was sheer folly because they hate the weather, they hate the cold, even though it wasn't all that bad last night. And this morning, and just getting them together over there, and and they don't stay in the best of hotels. Uh, I think they go backwards over there, and uh, well, it showed in the opening game. England were ruthless; they were brilliant, and um, I can't understand how. And I said it last week: TAB had um, had England at thirteen dollars, and Samoa at twelve to win the World Cup. Well, Samoa won't be winning any. They'll be lucky to win uh, a couple of games. They were mm. awful. Hey, Zorb. So, um, so one of our listeners, nice call by you, Peter Peters. You said last week England would beat Samoa even though they were underdogs. The Poms looked red hot and they thrashed Samoa. Luai got schooled by his opponent and is ordinary without Cleary and Uppy. Well, those Penrith players last night, they look shocked. They're not used to getting beaten, let alone having 60 points mm. put on them by a lure. But it's, it's the Penrith back line, Sorb, you know, and with Sualee out the back and Hammer on the wing from Townsville. Not a bad side, Papalee and Paulo in the front row. Top-o-zy. Josh, mm. I can't believe that result. I really can't. And, look, well, I, I can understand what you're saying, um, that... That these boys might struggle in the UK, but they're professional NRL athletes. Yeah, they're professional. They didn't look prepared to me. They 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 were just bashing it up, trying to brute strength their way through uh, the great the England side. And I just wonder now, uh, whoever's in charge of um, uh, of rugby league in in Samoa, having the Johns brothers uh, Matthew and Andrew put their hand up to coach them for the World Cup, they looked terribly prepared last night. And it was Matt Parrish coaching them. Well, that, that's a mystery to me. Um, he's not in the NRL. He's not involved in the NRL any longer. And uh, I just think they're way off the mark. And the ex, or well, the the ex England players that have come out here to play were just awesome. Uh, Dominic Young was sensational. So was Herbie Farnsworth, and uh, and also um, Whitehead, Elliot Whitehead. But the man of the man. What about the halfback Williams, mate? Yeah, he looked great. He looked great. Was very good. The five eight Wellsby's the star of the future. Elliot Whitehead, with uh, all his experience now at Canberra, he was awesome too. They toyed with Samoa. Samoa, Samoa had nothing. Mm. Forty three thousand there at um, at St James's Park, Newcastle United's uh, home ground. It was a great atmosphere. Um, the opening ceremony, 
didn't go off all that well, and the game was uh, was not good. And Sean Wayne, uh, the veteran uh, England coach, uh, would be laughing after that. Mm. Um, they've got France and Greece in their pool, England, mm. so they'll go through to um, to the finals. Uh, um, with massive wins and and they scored seven tries in the last seventeen minutes, which indicates to me that um, they haven't been training too hard. Uh, Samoa. Yeah, what about, what about the, Australia? The Australia. So, sorry, Buzz. Forty-two yeah. eight. They've now um, been in Fiji. They've got Italy and Scotland, which should be easy wins. So they'll go through. What was your take on on Australia? Clunky at the Headingley. Australia mm. very clunky. Um, actually, Fiji led four nil after two minutes. They'll move. Bellamy scored a try after a little rubber kick through, and um, Australia took a little while to to get going. And they weren't all that impressive. I know uh, they're going to talk it up. Forty-two to eight is uh, um, is an easy scoreline, but they're going to have to be some changes in that Australian side. Munster was good. Uh, so was Harry Grant. They were the two real stars. Ado Carr scored. A typical 90-metre try. Just looked sensational again in the green and gold. And why he wasn't picked in origin, I think, is a big question mark over Brad Fittler. Valentine Holmes was classy. Um, it was a um, it was okay in the end, but nothing sensational from Australia. They'll get better. Um, four grand final players to come into the side. Um, and we'll see how they go. Um, Nathan Cleary's got to be the halfback, Zorb, when we play New Zealand in the semi-final. Has to be. Not only the best halfback in the world, but the best player in the world. 100% he's got to be. Um, Cherry Evans is a very good player. He's been around a long time, and he's mm. he's had a lot of experience. But um, Nathan Cleary, I think, is, uh, like you, uh, the best number seven in the world. And talking about numbers... Australia's numbers are all over the place. Oh, isn't it horrible, Zorb? Can you believe this? Cherry Evans in number two playing halfback. Jake Trevojevic uh, playing front row in, in a winger's number, number five. Uh, ben Hunt, um, replacement hooker who started the game and uh, and then Harry Harry Grant came on and ran right. But Ben Hunt in jersey three, Munster in seven, Anna Carr in eight, a front <laughs> rower's jumper for the fastest man in the side. What, a- what was Latrell wearing? I, I just can't stand these numbers, Zorb. I, I can't stand it. <laughs> no, I can't either. Harry Grant's in 20. <laughs> You've got to laugh. Hey, Zorb, question for you and Buzz. This is from Seagull Jeff. Good morning, gents. Between Buzz and Sorb, can you please tell us Manly fans who will be coaching the team at Manly? You start, Sorb. Oh, without a doubt, it, um, it's going to be the man that um, that everybody's uh, everybody's talking about, and uh, that's uh, that's a fait accompli that um, um, that he will take over. And 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 I uh, um, look. I've been involved in four grand final campaigns with Dez and worked beside him for 15 years. And and it's been a volatile and emotional week with the axing of, um, of Desi. Um, he's been a great ex-player and a great coach. Um, I'm sad it's ended in tears, but football clubs, great ones like Manly, are bigger than any individual. I've been saying for several months on this program that the football department Assembled by Des himself um, and allowed to by the board over many years was way off the NRL standard by a long way. Team selections have been flawed. The fitness of the side, big question mark. They fold late in almost every game. 
the tactics of the side, the playing of Tom Trevojevic um, um, on as fullback and never moved and never changed his tactics once um, once they kicked to the corners and, and and sort of harnessed him a lot. There were no changes there. The handling of replacements and a general ignoring of young talent has been some of the major issues. And Des needs to be challenged, but the staff he had, I don't believe, my opinion, he wasn't being challenged. Mm. No, you, you've ten CEOs in his coaching career there, and he virtually dominated the club. And I, I think there's a lot of people have been at fault over a long period of time. There has been incredible management instability even before Des came back from the Bulldogs, um, Zorba. Um, but look. I, I, I think I, I think changes were needed there. I, I, I'm not going to bag Manly over the decision to, to sack Des this week. Um, I do think they need a fresh start. I think um, there are enormous problems at that club that still need to be addressed, like the seven players who withdrew from the Pride jersey round. They still haven't spoken publicly. They still haven't explained themselves. They haven't given their fans, their members, an understanding of why. And look, I just think they basically need a reset, and they need to start again across the right across the footy club, as I said in the paper today, from the ball boys to the boardroom. It needs a complete reset. Yeah, well, look, you've got to hit rock bottom um, to to start the climb, and I think that's where uh, that's where they are. But they'll bounce back. They're a great club, and and Des has done a great job. But there are people there that that um, have done a review. Um, and Des didn't meet the criteria in his contract to um, to trigger an extension. Um, but they're all legitimate questions that um, have to be asked after any season review. And the review, evidently, um, from a CEO who's asked a lot of players um, their views on things. Now, um, people are saying that the, the entire Manly squad are devastated um, over Dez leaving, and, and, and I dare say uh, the majority of them are. But they've got... I don't think the pathway players have been treated well. Mm-hmm. Manly have got 16 pathway players who have come through the club's successful system. Now, many, including the youngster who finally got a job in the pouring rain um, in the final round of the season against Canterbury, and to play fullback against a side that's got Matt Burton and those towering bombs on a dry day is a uh, tough task. That kid, um, and he did well, KO Weeks. He Mm. did brilliantly, actually. Mm. Um, He's been in the system for six or seven years, coming through, a brilliant young player. Never got an opportunity until that last game. He sat on the bench most games. Um, Now, he was going to, on November the 1, ask for a release. Mm. Josh Schuster is gone backwards in the past season. He's currently 108 kilos, the lightest he's been in three years. Schuster elected to stay behind rather than go to the World Cup. He wanted to stay home, get fit for his tilt at 5'8". Uh, he was going to be chosen for Samoa. I think he made a right choice in not going. Um, five other young players have also elected to remain with the club after earlier indicating to management they wanted to go. Mm. A lot of heartache has been made of the Pride jersey. It was a debacle and it was poorly handled, no doubt about that. We know for sure now that the football department knew about the jerseys a year ago, but not the coach. 
Now, I can reveal this. One week before Manly played the Roosters in the rainbow jersey, Manly played and were beaten by St George Illawarra at Cogra. That was the start of their run of out, which still exists. They haven't won a game uh, since prior to that game against Newcastle. It was the retro round, and Manly wore the old-style Pepsi jersey. The jersey was sent back to the manufacturer to reduce the collar size because the coaching department deemed it was too big, the collar, and could assist the opposition in defence. It's a shame they didn't see an issue with the pride jersey. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it was a debacle. Hey, look, Zorb, as always, I appreciate your thoughts on a Sunday morning. We're running a bit out of time, but look, fantastic update on the World Cup. We're right into the tournament now. Just repeating for those who have just joined us, uh, the World Cup is underway in England. England 60, Samoa 6, Australia 42, Fiji 8. Um, Zorb, will talk next week, eh? You better go and get some sleep, Zorb. It sounds like you've been up all night watching the footy. Yeah, and in between the golf. Yeah, well, good, good on you, Zorb. Bad. We'll talk next week. Save the baseball. You beauty. <laughs>